What's going on, my friends? Tell you what. Pretty busy day. And a great, uh, bit of an eventful day. A little bit zany. Tell you a little bit about it. Well, first of all, today is the 22nd of February, 2021. Uh, we knew that there was going to be a little precipitation today. It was supposed to be one to three inches. Today's a fucking Monday. Gosh. If it snowed like five or six inches today between, I'm going to say, 9 a.m., 9.30, and 1.30. Steady snow. Big freaking flakes. Sticking all over the roads. Before it turned to rain around 2 o'clock. So unbeknownst to me, this is happening. I'm in my office taking care of people. My morning shift was well managed. Things went well. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I gotta head home for lunch. I go head I head home and I'm heading up Allentown Road. I got like a three hour lunch. I was so looking forward to going home, having a nice meal, taking a nap. Well, it took me like 40 minutes to get home, 45 minutes. On this, you know, rolling hills in our area, there's some mild hills. Well, it was so treacherous, icy, snowy, couldn't get traction, even in the big ram. So I put it on lock, four-wheel drive lock. I'm going to take it off right now, go back to four-wheel drive auto. Whatever the difference is there. Come on. There we go. I think lock is like super duper four wheel where both the front and rear axles turn simultaneously or controlled simultaneously in my 5.7 liter hemispheric ram with the dual exhaust pipes. Whereas four-wheel high is what I would tool around in. Just, you know, it's a little bit treacherous out there, a little bit of snow, I'll keep it in four-wheel high. It's not good enough, man. You need something super-duper powerful, optimal control when you're operating your machine. So I'm going up and down these hills. I see people. There's tractor trailers that are parked at the bottom of roads. There are trucks apparently two-wheel drive trucks that could not get traction and were spinning their wheels uh, up the road. They couldn't get up the road and kept going sideways and to the point where this one guy in a big truck, big red pickup truck, must have been two-wheel drive, had to back all the way down the hill. And a little guy, a little sedan, this, this uh, black guy in this, um, this old black man, in this little sedan, he's spinning his wheels and he's not going anywhere and he's sliding laterally and he's scared and he's angry because whoever uh, coming up behind him, I guess he felt they were too close and that he was worried about hitting their car and so he's like, people, they won't get off my ass! <laughs> I walk up calmly up to his driver's side window. Everybody else's just traffic is just standing still watching everything happen. 
I understand if people are frightened. But, you know, somebody's got to do something. So maybe it could be you. Right? I understand if you're, you know, if you're um, an older person or not steady on your feet or you, you know, you're a woman or you're not dressed for the, not that a woman can't help, okay? Jesus Christ, you can't say anything without having to virtual signal that I, is that the right term? That I'm, I'm a fan of women. I love women. I respect women. Just saying. Maybe if you're if you're not up to some freaking heavy-duty manual labor and getting soggy out there in the snow, and if you don't know your way around a car, uh, you know, how to do this sort of thing, that you need to tell the driver and assume the risk, put it in freaking drive, and I'm going to push you. And you just put a, put your shoulder into it, hold on to the, the uh, trunk, and push forward, use your legs, lean into it a little bit. You can give that car just a little bit of pressure, better traction against the ground, and their wheels spin, and they're making forward progress. And as long as they keep that gas pedal not too, you know, not jammed to the floor, but nice steady power to those wheels. And especially in a front-wheel drive car like most vehicles are, they're going to get some traction, they're going to take off. So, that happened with one, two, three vehicles that, that I helped on that hill, one after the other. They got caught, they got, I put my truck in park, put on the four ways while everybody else stood out there, you know, in their, paralyzed in their vehicles. Whatever's going through their mind, I honestly wonder. It's almost a little comical in those things because nobody's going around me. Nobody's, nobody's going to be moving or doing anything until we get this driver safe and out of the way. I feel like that's the way. That's the method. That's what we got to do. So I gave this guy a little boost, and then he doesn't have the time or the inclination to stick around and thank me. He needs to keep going because he doesn't know if he's going to get stuck again, right? So that's what I did. I pushed him, and he's like, thank you, and he took off. Probably still cursing the guy, people who piled up behind him. So I... I probably could have gotten out and assisted four or five or ten cars as I uh, made my way home. And I'm like, oh shit, am I going to be able to get home? You know, I want to take a nap. I want to get home safely. I want to, my kids are at home. My wife is at school. She's going to be coming home soon. And so anyway, that was a very interesting experience. That just happened a few weeks ago, right? Remember when I told you about the guy who was trying to make his way, trying to maneuver into the community, and it was like, you know, a foot of snow or something, but he was trying to get his little car, little commuter car, into the back roads, and they were just, there's no way he's getting there, but he tried, and he failed, and then I pushed him out onto the road and assisted him, but he didn't have any time to say thank you, I didn't give, I'm not looking for thanks, I'm looking to get people home safely, heart goes out to people. We've all been in circumstances where we might have needed some assistance. And so I helped them. But I do think it's funny. I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, hey, yay me. But it is interesting some of the opportunities for heroism out in the community. I mean, you can really sometimes you'll run into these situations where somebody needs to do something. And, you know, for various reasons as previously specified, some people aren't going to be able to help. 
uh, but many others are capable of doing so. They can go over the, hey, hey, you know, can I help you? What's going on? But, you know, it was so slippery and sloppy out there that people were thinking about what? They were thinking about themselves and their car and getting to their destination and their safety. And that's all that really they, they, that matters to them at this point in time. But I think if you really ponder it, you know, the best thing that you can do is help somebody else. It's the right thing to do. It makes you feel like a million bucks. It's free. You know, there's no, no, uh, as long as you can do, if you're a capable individual, if you're strong and healthy and smart, which many of us are, you can stop and assist somebody. And some people would be better off staying in their car. Granted, you know, but... After I put my shoulder into the second vehicle, a bunch of other men appeared next to me, put their cars in park, and were, were trying to help. And the one guy goes, I thought that guy was going to... I forget what he said. I wasn't even listening to him. He's like, hey, I thought that guy was going to going to get stuck again. Oh my God. Not judging people, but what are you sitting in your fucking car? Why are you waiting for somebody else to act? You know what I mean? Just do something. Help people. So that was interesting. And I made a little post about it and other people told their stories about, you know, how they had to get out of Dodge and make it home. It was definitely, today was a, just for a few hours, it was fucking scary, man. I mean, scary. I can count on one hand the number of times that conditions were that treacherous, you know, where even four-wheel drive vehicles could not, could not make it. And it's so crazy because under normal circumstances, right, I mean, it's very traversable. You can quite easily get around, get to your destination, then you take away the friction you take away your connection to the ground and even if it's for a short period of time, you're fucked. There's no amount of salt or no amount of um, effort within your vehicle. It's no amount of shoveling. That's going to help. It's going to take some time. And you might have to do like that one dude. Give up and back up, back down the hill before you wind up you know, hurting yourself or somebody else. So... That was quite interesting. So, I get home after that. I take a little nap, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, I gotta, I gotta get home." I, I have patience at what, you know, three thirty. I gotta get back. And of course, I instinctively knew that those patients were gonna cancel, at least some of them. And uh, they did, but I made it back to the office in about thirty minutes. The rain had come and had completely melted the snow, washed it away, and then it was above freezing, and the conditions just changed within an hour. The roads were completely clear, and they're clear right now, so that's good. My wife is on her way home from school. These things, you know, uh, around these sorts of occurrences, there's always those who get on... um, they get online and they're talking about how school districts are um, stupid and they should have canceled school. What's another snow day? And they got a good point, 
But listen, if uh, whatever the woman's name is for Philly, uh, Philadelphia's, for all intents and purposes, um, Philadelphia's meteorologist, pretty blonde-haired woman, smart. They said that it was going to be a nuisance event. One to three inches, maybe. It was five, six inches. And it was terrible conditions. Uh, I mean, it could have been a, a fucking debacle. I saw a uh, few tractor trailers, as I mentioned. They were all fucked up. They couldn't, they couldn't get up hills. They had to back down hills. Whereas others just kept going. So, that was the excitement of the day. And I'm happy to say that everything melted away. And we're looking at a a warmer week and less precipitation. So maybe we can start working our way out of this winter. I'm sure we'll we'll get a few more decent storms before the end but I wouldn't complain if this is the end of it. So, the afternoon was a good one at the at the office. Helped a bunch of people. Some cancellations, a bunch of reschedules. Wednesday is going to be an incredibly busy day and a late day. And that's okay. Um, before we left the office, Emily and I did 1,000 speed steppers to a pretty good soundtrack. So we each did 1,000 steps. The whole idea is, and it would be great if we could space them out throughout the day, we're going to do work, but we're not going to do it like in one fell swoop. We want to knock out, get our exercise in throughout the shift, throughout the day, and get our blood pumping. I mean, I feel quite awake right now, quite invigorated. Uh, Muscles feel strong, feel flexible. I feel like my um, connecting all those neurons in my brain. And of course, there there are days where, geez, at the end of a long day, I'm smoked, right? I always talk about how tired I am, and uh, I leave it all out there. In the uh, in the office, I'm just helping people, laughing, carrying on, working, stretching people, adjusting. It's there's a lot. There's a lot of work to be done. So right now, I feel pretty good. I'm heading home before 8 a.m., 8 p.m. Not long before that, but feels good to be heading home. Nice meal at home, waiting for me, I hope. My dog, family. And tomorrow I gotta teach a little bit. I'm excited about that, because I missed last Thursday. So it's all good. I'm working on, right now, I'm working on a t-shirt design with some of my old friends to talk to you about growing up 
before, right? Well, I came up with a concept that was called Bros on the Bay, because we grew up on the bay in our little community, Forked River, Lacey Township, Lenoka Harbor, and all my buddies, we, we remain friends, We most of us get together via text message, but they at least have physical meetings as they all, many of them live right around our hometown. So we're coming up with this t-shirt design to honor our gang, our our friendship, which is, I think, very special. And it's important to honor those friendships. And so I came up with this little surfer guy, like a stick figure holding up a surfboard, a little spiked haircut, and then there are like a sun flames around it, rays of the sun, and then it said bros on the bay. I put a little Peter on it too, a little like a male symbol, a male symbol, because we're all, me and my buddies, we're all very good friends. And we used to terrorize the town a long time ago, and forged our friendships and had some incredibly memorable times. And then life takes you in different directions and. What you got is the memories. And, you know, some of us, all of us are doing okay. We lost a buddy not too long ago. So I'm excited about this T-shirt. I'm trying to pin these guys down to make sure that uh, we can come up with a, an agree-upon-a-graphic so that we can something we can be proud of. And maybe we'll come up with a T-shirt for every one of our friends. You know? Or maybe just one T-shirt. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Teamwork, friendship, all that stuff. It's, it's the stuff. It's the spice of life. Uh, I want to mention that I don't believe I have. I, I came upon something the other day. It was a Dr. Drill um, graphic. Talk about a t-shirt graphic, right? So there was this, this design I had made. It was called... I always try to come up with a platoon, a name for each platoon. So, we had the Night Pirates, we had the Rock Owls, we had the Warriors, and then uh, I even came up with one towards the end. There was a summer platoon, try to get people on board trains for the summer. It was called the Bay Squatch, after Baywatch. So, Bay Squatch is a Sasquatch that... Um, was like a lifeguard and we had a little ditty right so we had a, a little jingle that we would get circle up after all the hard work in the heat and the rigorousness and we would say put our hands in the center we'd say bay squatch they all wanna watch us walking on the beach we sure as hell ain't weak the public likes to peek at our type of cheeks. Our type of cheeks go squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> Something like that. So I would lead the, tra the chant. I would say, Bay Squatch. And they'd say, Bay Squatch. 
And they I wanna watch. And they I wanna watch. I was walking on a beach. Walking on a beach. It sure is a late week. It sure is a late week. You know the public likes a peak. The public likes a peak. Uh, add a type of cheese. And add a type of cheese. And our butt cheese goes squeak. 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 <laughs> and that would be how we'd end our training. And, uh there was like an emphasis there, right? An emphasis on being, you know, teamwork, uh, togetherness, fun-loving nature. Um, like we were part of something. That's, that has long been something that I have been good at, I think, is bringing people together. And of course, DDIP or the Dr. Drill Instructor Program was really something extraordinary. As I have said, it might be one of the best things that I've ever done in my community, you know, in my life. The excitement, the stories, the people that it brought into our lives. I never would have met these people. Such a disparate um, array of people, of human beings. It's so different, so varied, so wonderful, so flawed. But we were on the same team. It's like you are a member of a, a gang. You know, you imagine, you know, I don't know, what's it, a depiction of that? Like uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he goes into the, the bar and he's um, trying to track down his bicycle or whatever. And it, this, it was the. Uh, the Hell's Angels or the Satan's Helpers. This is a private club of the Satan's Helpers. And there's, you know, women with big hair and ruffian men and, you know, short ones, fat ones, bearded ones, mustache uh, members of the gang. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm back. So I just, it just came to me. I forgot that little jingle. So it goes, Face school watch, and they all want to watch us walking on the beach. We're sure as hell that we can know the public likes to peek at those type of cheeks. Last stanza is, our water shoes go squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> That's a Dr. Drill original, man. Listen. It don't get much better than that. And I was just recounting to my friend em, Emily that um, when I would say that, when I'd come up with these little jingles, sometimes I didn't know, I was just spitting, you know? I didn't know exactly what I would say, what, what I was coming up with. And it, but eventually it would come into, I would come up with a good jingle, what I thought was a good jingle. And... Um, people would gawk at it. People would wonder at it. It was like we were part of a, a biker gang or some sort of club, private club, right? Um, and people loved it. But I remember, uh, you know, kind of like uh, straight lacers looking at me and being like, oh, look at this guy. Here he goes with his little jingles. He's going to come up with a little jingle. And I said, bass. <laughs> or, or Sure is only weak. The public likes to peek at our tight butt cheeks. <laughs> the water shoes go squeak, 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 and they would, 
they would laugh. They first they were um, like appalled, and then they were amused, and then they were um, you know ashamed or looking around and see who was looking. And then once it took off and they were part of this team, well, folks would start. Um, you going across, Peter? Good. I'm trying to help you. Um, people would they would love it they were part of it man they were part of something they had an identity identity within this group and so listen that was special stuff Uh, we can do that again at our will I feel having done that I try to make people feel I try to use a little bit of that in everything that I do, whether I'm teaching or, um, you know, at the office adjusting, helping people, um, even my social media posts, I try to put that out there like, we're doing good, we're helping people, how you doing, what's going on, you know, just somebody, uh, I've been getting, for whatever reason, a lot of these, like, Facebook messenger things, messages from people I haven't spoken to in a long time, and they're saying, uh, hey, is this you in this video? And it's it's like a hacked thing. They must have gotten hacked. And so I kid around with them and say, hey, what, what, what were you, you know, how'd you get hacked? You know, because most of the time people get hacked, I think, when they're doing something online that they shouldn't be doing, or anyway, they get caught somehow their information gets pirated. Maybe they're watching porn or something. I don't know. Sometimes I do. So, uh, I try to make them feel dirty. I said, you're dirty. She goes, oh, I I was hacked. And I go on to talk a little bit back and forth. So I hope you're well, well and motivated. It's my, my line. And she said, well, I had COVID, but I'm better now. Oh, sorry to hear that, you know, it's common, it's going around, so, I said, I hope you feel better, you know, I hope everybody's okay, and, look, at least, people are doing spot checks, if you want something, if you're producing something, or if you are, um, let's say you've got a business, some aspect of your life, your car. Uh, all right, well, you know, hopefully you realize that your car requires maintenance. So in the wintertime, your, your tires require uh, more air because the cold basically reduces the amount of air apparent in the tire or change the air, it, it contracts, and so you might have to add some air. Might have to take that, some air out in the fair weather, in the summertime, right? And I want to check your oil, have, you know, bring your car into the, get it inspected. Uh, you might want to go to the doctor, get a checkup. You do spot checks in your life. So do spot checks on people. We all do it, I'm sure, but hey, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. You know, there's a couple people that over the past Friday, for instance, I reached out to um, a friend of mine, a uh, patient, and I really enjoyed interacting with this person. 
So I reached out to her and said, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? And I think that she... Uh, last I spoke to her, it was like before the holidays, and there was some sort of... Whatever. It was chaotic, right? There may have been a COVID exposure or something, and I knew that there were... That, that was there was a concern, and I hadn't spoken to her, so I was genuinely... Hey, how are you? What's going on? How are things? And she said, oh, well, you know, I'm doing well, and the family's well, and things have been crazy. I look forward to coming back and seeing you. I'm always here for you, is what I say. It's good to be taking care of people. It's good to give a shit about your fellow human beings. You know, I think that there's a lot of shit, a lot of negativity out there, right? And as I said this morning... It doesn't get you far in life, you know. That's it'll fuck you up if you're always negative. It'll beg the question of a negative outcome. Your goal might not be met, or you know, you'll run into you're moping around about shit. You, you never reach your goals. You never you run across a lot of obstacles in the way. That's your worldview. I've said this before because I've read it before. And I've been reminded of it, and I've lived it in my own life. We we can kind of be the purveyors of our own fortune or misfortune. We've got to be in it to win it. The placebo and the nocebo. You can't be friggin' nervous, Nelly, and expect to you know, have a beautiful day and an uneventful day and for everything to go well think that if you stay positive and you kind of anticipate problems that you know like I said this morning when I went out I'm like I wonder what's going to happen as I go out into this world today sure enough crazy snowstorm people slipping and sliding all over the place unsafe conditions cancellations I expected it all I knew that there was a possibility. I'm glad it occurred. I'm happy to tell you that I'm safe and sound and that I tried to help people throughout my journey. And in so doing, I helped myself. I feel like a million dollars. I did a thousand steps. I saw a new patient tonight. I took care of some existing patients. I wish them well. I. They know that I care about them. They fucking know it. How they feel about me? Well, I hope they love me. You know, I hope they do. But I can't control that. And the only thing I can do to to make them appreciate me and respect me and and love me is to love them. I mean, isn't that all we can do? Isn't that all we can do? Is is just be genuine and care about other people and try to do the right thing and try to stay positive and try to learn and try to maximize on this on this life because it's all a gift man it's all a gift whatever you believe about the world we all know that we're here for a brief period you know i saw a meme today it said we're like a butterfly we flap our wings for a day and think it's eternity think it's forever 
while insects have shorter lifespans. But to them, that day is is everything. It seems like it's this crazy struggle. Probably, it's probably seems like it's 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 a million years. I don't know how long they live, but it's not really incredibly long. Right, think about creatures. They don't live forever. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I learned that clams can actually live for 20 years. I mean, would that change the way you feel about if you're eating clams on a half shell or steaming some clams up? You know that that, that clam, that you know, the cherry stone clam, might be five years old. Might be ten years old. A bigger clam. You know, so you can't eat all of them. You won't have any left, right? So, this is a gift. Whether we're slipping and sliding on the roads, we can cower, we can go home and put on the fireplace, get underneath a blanket, and talk about how the um, meteorologist got it wrong, which I felt I was pissed when I was in the middle of this thing, and I'm pissed because now I, for once I got a three-hour lunch and I wanted to go home and relax, and I had to basically lay down, jump right back up after my lunch. Because I was concerned about getting home. Now here I am at the bottom of Little Ingram's Hill. This is a treacherous spot. This was where I was today, and there was a tractor trailer at the bottom of this hill, and it was being pulled up by another rig that had a fucking big ass cables dangling from it and I'm heading down the hill creeping down the hill as these cables are taut and I was like fuck man let me get away from these cables trying to pull a tractor trailer up take my game take my head off with this shit and I made it home and I made it home again today was a good day a success as far as I'm concerned. I run into, I run into all kinds of people and I enjoy them and, I, and I, I enjoy the stories and the exchanges we have. I give a shit about them. And I, I try to try to weave a tale, try to experience things and, and learn across the course of a day. It's gonna fuck it. Look at this. We got mounds of snow here. Another six inches today. Now I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna pull in here. I'm gonna call it a day. The whole family's home nice and safe and sound. That's great. Mission accomplished. Okay, I hope you guys had a great day, too. Love and respect. Uh, be careful out there on the roadways. Spring is freaking coming. I can't wait. I got a, two bags of wildflower seeds. As soon as the time is right, March, mid-March, I'm going to spread that shit right in my preferred plots. I'm going to plant my horticulture. And I cannot wait to get my crops growing. You know what I'm saying?
green structures, flowers, flora and fauna, leaves popping, grass growing, the smell of the earth being baked by the sun and all that photosynthesis and all those creatures coming out foraging and reproducing and life man it's fucking life and look at the snow and how cold it is and makes your freaking peter crawl right, right up in your freaking body you know I don't like the cold but it's an experience I'm looking forward to the next season it's coming COVID numbers are down. They're going to keep going down. Still some fuckery going on out there politically and people at each other's throats. But listen, the behavior that I'm talking about, you know, the, benef the beneficence, the reaching out to people, trying to help those in need, helping ourselves, listening to a good soundtrack, getting some good freaking blood pumping, uh, exercising throughout the day. Staying positive, turning yourself to uh, positive things, reading, learning, podcasts, uh, good music, good food, good sleep. All those things are coming now. That's the key. You ever wonder why, in closing, we got all this, you know, something positive happens, like the, the, the beauty of this world. Of nature and of man and woman and all the capabilities and all the positives and you think of some of these small fucking ideas about whatever political parties or your opinion my opinion and then you look at a beautiful day or even a snow falling and wonder at it and say god this world doesn't even know we're fucking here why are we bickering about stupidity? Why are we doom scrolling? There's my wife taking a walk. Love and respect. <laughs>